We were last discussing the part of the Mishnah that says that if an ox kills even a child, a boy or a girl, is the ox is hayav sekila, and if it's a muad, he has to pay a kofer. And we have a Brita that says, The reason those words are there is coming to explain that a shor gets sekila, whether the person it killed was an adult or a child. And even though we can learn it out from a Kalva Homer, the Gemara explained that, that could be because the rules are different in regard to what they would have to pay, what type of damages they would have to pay, all those extra, uh, the damages, the embarrassment, the lost wages, the medical expenses, that only humans have to pay, not ox. Maybe the rules are different. That's why you need the Oben Yigah Obat to say that the rules are the same and if it kills a child, it'd be Hayav. And with that, we're going to start Memdal Amud Aleph, six lines in. The Braita is going to continue now. It says, Ve'enli ela bimu'adin. Okay, I understand the Pasuk is talking about if a short mu'ad kills. Betam minan. How do we know that if a short tam kills even a katan? By mistake, you'd have to kill, you'd have to kill it. And I would, and the, the Braita explains, Dino, I would say, Kalva Homer, Ho'il v'chiev be'ish ve'isha v'chiev be'ben u'bat. Since when it comes to an animal goring a human being, an adult, whether it doesn't make a difference if it's a man or a woman, and the same thing, it didn't make a difference if it's a child, boy, or girl. The same way when it came to adult men and women, it didn't, it didn't differentiate between a tam and a muad, both of them, the ox gets stoned. Same thing with children. There shouldn't be a difference between a tamuad ve'od. And number two is a kalva homer. Men and women, their power was weakened when it came to damages, meaning if they damage, they have to pay. And still, there's no difference between tamuad if they were killed. Then Ben Ubache boys and girls uh, that are children that are when it, their power was strengthened when it came to things that they damaged because if they if a child damaged something it, technically they they be patur and all the more so if they were killed by an ox it shouldn't make a difference if it's tam muad the, the animal should be stoned the brayta pushes back do we ever compare uh, something that is lighter to something that is stricter to be mahmir alav meaning you can't learn to be mahmir a short time from short muad because mahmir muad hamur because if the if the the stringency is by uh, let's say short muad which is more strict tahmir betam alakal you're going to be lenient with the short time which is much more lenient I mean, it doesn't make sense to learn it that way. Because you could always say, you know, short time, the reason it's more lenient, because it's more lenient than a muad. So you can't, uh, you can't learn uh, something, uh, something lenient from something strict to try to make it more strict. Does it, it doesn't make sense to say that. The number two, here's the thing. You can't learn from the fact that by men and women that are adults, there's no difference between tam and muad. Because imamata you could always say that, you know, the adults... The men, women are the hayav mitzvot. Tomar beben ubat shek peturim min mitzvot. You can always say with children, boys and girls, they're patur. They don't have to do mitzvot, and therefore, maybe if a uh, if an ox killed them, he would be patur. 
Meaning, I could create an argument and explain that since they're not obligated to do a mitzvot, maybe their life is not as important, and maybe if you kill them, you wouldn't have to pay anything. Talmud Lomar, that's why I need the Pasuk to tell me, O ben igah, o bat igah, if it gores a boy or a girl, and has to say igah twice, negiha betam, negiha bemuad, negiha lemita, negiha zakin. It's coming to teach me that goring with a tam or a muad, whether it kills, whether it damages, in all these cases, if it hurts a human being, whether it's an adult or a child, they are hayav. Next Mishnah. If an ox was scratching itself by a wall, Venafal al Adam and the wall fell on someone, Nitkaven la harogeta behema viharageta Adam, or it was planning to kill another animal, end up killing a human being, or it was planning to kill the Khanani Viharag Benisel, which was trying to kill someone not Jewish, end up killing someone Jewish, or Linfalim Viharag Ben Kayama was trying to kill this baby under the age of thirty days, ended up killing a baby over thirty days. In all these cases, Patur because it didn't have an intent to kill. And the Gemara starts Amar Shemuel when the Mishnah said Patur, it's Patur Mimita, that the ox is exempt from getting killed, but still, Vihayav Bokofer, it has to pay the Kofer for killing someone. Virab Amar Patur Mizeu Mizeh. No, when we say he's exempt, he's exempt from Kofer, he's exempt from getting killed. He's completely exempt because the rule is when the ox gets stoned, that's when the owner has to pay kofir. Over here, he's not getting stoned, therefore the owner doesn't pay kofir. And the Gemara asks a question on Shmuel who said he still has to pay kofir. Ve'amai, ha-tamu, but isn't this ox a short tam and the tam doesn't pay the kofir? So the Gemara explains, Kedamar of the Karav himself explained later on, that Rab explained the case coming up where an animal is mu'ad to fall on people in holes. So we could say the same idea over here. Over here also, we talk about a situation where uh, he, this ox likes to scratch itself by walls on people, and that's how it hurts someone. If he's a mu'ad to kill in this type of way, then he's supposed to get stoned. Meaning from the first time out, he was supposed to get killed. How did he get the fourth time already? So the Gemara explains, I understand over there, the Okay, I understand how what happened over there on Daf Memtet with Rav. Over there, maybe the animal saw grass on top of the hole, he went to eat and fell in. Okay, it wasn't his fault. What do you say with the wall? Uh, he, he was itching himself and, and, and he keeps on dropping it on people. Uh, you have to say it's on purpose. The Gemara explains, Over here we're talking about a situation where he's not doing it to hurt people. He just, you know, he, he, he has an itch and he wants to itch it. He, he goes to the wall, he scratches himself. So the Gemara says, How do you know that he didn't have a kavanah to, to kill someone, to make the wall go on top of someone? So the Gemara explains, you could see that even after the wall fell, he's still using the, the wall over there, whatever's left, to, to scratch himself. But the Gemara asks, But at the end of the day, why should this ox have to pay kofir? At the end of the day, it's only tzerot, rocks, meaning he didn't actually kill the person. He didn't actually throw the rocks on someone. He was just uh, scratching himself. And as a result, secondary power... The the stones of the wall fell on someone and killed them, but but uh, it's not him himself killing. Why should he have to pay kofir? 
So Amar of Mori Bered Rav Kahana. No, we're talking about a situation de Kazil Mine Mine. What's going on is that this ox is continuing to use the wall to scratch himself, and he's pushing it on someone. Mamash pushing it on someone, and he and the ox is what caused the the, the damage, the the murder, and that's why he the owner would have to pay kofir. At the end of the day, since he didn't have an intent to to kill, he does not have to get stoned. And by the way, Tanya Kavatei Shmuel We have a brayta like Shmuel and helps Rav. Yesh, the Brayta says, Yesh hayav There is a concept of an ox that killed a person that has to get killed and has to pay. And there is an ox that is obligated to pay kofir and does not get killed. And there is an ox that has to pay, has to get killed and does not have to pay kofir. And there is some oxen that are patur completely. So what would be the case? If an ox uh, it was forewarned and it killed on purpose with intent, then hayav be mita or be kofir, then it has to pay, it has to get killed, and the owner has to pay kofir. Muad shelo bechavana. If it's a sure muad, it's already forewarned, but uh, this time it killed uh, by mistake. Hayav be kofir patur be mita. So the owner has to pay kofir because then it's a muad, but it does not have to get killed. That's exactly like Shmuel and Sipraman Rav. And the, the Baita continues, Tam if it's a short time, it killed on purpose, Hayav Mita, you have to kill it, Upatur Mikofer, but the owner doesn't have to pay Kofer. Tam Shelo Bechavana, if a short time killed by mistake, Patur Mizomizeh, then the owner doesn't have to pay anything and the, and the ox doesn't have to get killed. Vanizakin, and an ox that just damaged stuff, Shelo Bechavana, if it was by mistake, Rabbi Udai Mechayev, Rabbi Udai says you have to pay, Rabbi Shimon Poteh, Rabbi Shimon says you don't have to pay. So you have a bright tie here like Shmuel against Rav. Now, the Gemara wants to go into that last line of what we just read, where an ox uh, damaged by a mistake. Rabbi Uda says, Hayav. Rabbi Shimon says, Patur. Why is Rabbi Uda saying, Hayav? Because Yalif mi Kofro, because he's learning from the concept of Kofir. Ma Kofro, The same way, if the, an ox killed by mistake, you would have to pay Kofir. If, if he didn't have intent, it was a mistake, you still have to pay. Hayav. And Rabbi Shimon, he learns it from the stoning of an ox that killed. The same way, if it killed by mistake, it doesn't get killed. Same thing, if it damaged by mistake, it doesn't have to pay. Why didn't he learn from an animal getting killed? So the Gemara explains, because Rabbi Yehuda holds, because we learn payments from payments. We don't learn the concepts of payments from death. So why didn't Rabbi Shimon learn from Kofir? Like Rabbi Yudah. So the Gemara explains, because Rabbi Shimon holds, We we learn the punishment of a uh, of an ox from the uh, punishment of an ox. Whatever he did wrong, he has to, he has to get punished for it. We're coming to exclude Kofir, that's an obligation that the owner has to pay, not the, not the ox. And that's why he learned it from the stoning of a cow and not from the kofir. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, If an animal had intent to kill another animal, ended up killing a human being, it's patur. Now it sounds like it sounds like if you tried to kill a human being and you killed a different human being, he's hayav.
He's guilty. Matniti in the local Bishimon, and Amish does not like Bishimon Netanyah. Bishimon Omer, Afilu Nitkaven, Harogetze, Varagetze, even if a person tried to kill person A and ended up killing person B, Patur. He's exempt. My Tama de Bishimon, what's the Bishimon's reason? The Amakera, because the Pasuk says, Hashori Sakel, Vigambe Alav Yumat, because it says, the ox gets stoned and the owner uh, dies, meaning we're likening, we're comparing the death of the owner to the death of the ox. Again, with a human being, if the owner killed someone, you'd only be obligated to get killed with intent, if you had intent to kill someone. So same thing, same thing with an ox. He's only Hayav Sekila when he hadn't intended to kill this person. And the Gemara asks, How do we know with the human, with the owner? How do we know that he has to have intent to kill this specific person? The Pasuk says that a person ambushes another person and then gets up and kills him. Meaning, when you, from the word ambush, it sounds like until he has intent for specifically him. Okay, so what do the rabbis do with the with the word ambush? So the Gemara explains, We're coming to exclude a case if a person threw a stone in in the middle of a group of people and there's a goy over there. He's patur. And the Gemara says, What are you talking about? If there's nine Kenanim, you're supposed to kill Kenanim. And one of them is a Jew in this uh, group of people. You could always say, Look, the majority is Kenanim. And that's why he's not getting killed. That's the reason he's Patur. Even if you want to say Palgao, Palgao, we're talking about a 50 50 situation. Let's say you have five Kenanim and five Jews. You could always say, when we're not sure what to do with the person, you have a situation where it's a sefek. We don't kill a person. So therefore, in this case, where, where the person threw a rock in the, in the middle of a group where five Jews, five non-Jews, it's it's a 50-50 situation. Okay, we, we, we be lenient and we don't kill the person. And the reason is because uh, we have a certain drasha, that the, the the judges they usually judge and they try to save so whenever we have something that's 50 50 we go lenient when it comes to life and death so then so then what's the situation over here so the Quran explains we're talking about a situation where there's nine jews one kenani without the pasuk i would have said listen He's trying to kill a Jew. Why would you throw a stone into a group of nine Jews? Obviously, you're trying to kill a Jew. And if you ended up killing a Jew, you, sh- you should be Hayav. And that's why, according to Rabbanan, we need the Pasuk Be'arablo, the ambush, that even though majority are Israel, still, since there's one Kenani in the group, it becomes, everything is set, everything is permanent. Everything is stagnant, meaning nothing is moving. And whenever you have a situation where whatever you're dealing with is set, it's in one place, it now becomes a 50-50 situation. And when it's 50-50, so the man threw, now even though there's 97 and one goy, it's as if he threw to a, to a situation where it's five Jews, five goyim. And whenever there's a safek, when it comes to life and death, we're lenient. And that's why he's patur. Next, Mishnah. Shor isha, the ox of a woman. Vishor haitomim, or an ox of yetomim who don't have a trustee yet. Or shor apotropus or the trustee who's watching the, the ox uh, for yetomim. 
he's supposed to be watching it, or Shor Hamidbar, or a Hefker ox, it belong, it's from the desert, meaning there's no owner, Shor Hekdesh, or the ox belongs to Hekdesh, or the Kodesh, or Shor Hager Shemet Rashin, or the ox of a convert who died when he doesn't have anyone to inherit him, in, the, in these cases, the ox is Hayavita, you have to stone the ox. Rabbi Uda Omer Shoramidbar, the ownerless desert ox, Vishor Hakdesh, or if the ox belongs to Kodesh, Vishor Hager Shemit, or the ox of a convert who died, doesn't have inheritors, Peturin Minhamita, they're exempt from getting killed, Lefisha and Naimalim, because they don't have owners. And the Gemara starts Tanura Banan, Shor Shor Shiva'a. It says seven times the word Shor ox in the chapter that talks about uh, an ox killing a person. Why seven times? Lehavi, it's coming to bring six cases. Shor Ha'isha, the woman's ox. Shor Ha'itomim, orphan's ox. Shor Ha'potropus, the, the trustee's ox. Shor Ha'midbar, the ownerless ox. Shor Ha'ikdesh, Hekdesh ox. Vishor Ha'gashemit Ve'enlarashin. It's coming to also add the convert's ox if he doesn't have any inheritors. In all these situations, you have to stone the ox. Rabbi Udaomer, Shor Midbar, Shor Ha'ikdesh, Bishor Ha'ger Shemet, Ve'en He holds the ownerless ox, the the Hekdesh ox, and the convert's ox if he doesn't have any inheritors. Peturim Namita, Ba'alin. In all these cases, they're exempt from stoning because there is no owner. And Amar Avuna, Avuna said that Potera Rabbi Uda, Filu Nagah Basof Ekdish, Nagah Basof Ifkir. Rabbi Uda would even exempt this ox from getting uh, stoned, even if it gored, and then the owner was Makdishit, or he, he gored, and then the owner made it ownerless. Mimai, how does Ravuna understand that? Midikataneta, because it says the ox of Ifkir two times. It's the same thing. It's an ownerless ox. What's the ox of a ger that died? Why is it patur? Once it does, he doesn't have inheritors, it's a hefker, it's ownerless ox. It's the same thing. The, the, uh, the, uh, the desert ox with no owners and the convert's ox, if he died with no inheritors, it's the same thing. It's ownerless. Elalav, rather, what are we talking about? Hakamashmalan, Rebu Dalshan teaches the Filunagahu Basofik dish, Nagahu Basofik kir, Shmamina. The Rebu Dalshan teach us that even if it Gordon Dan, he was Magdishit, or Gordon Dan, he made it ownerless, still Patur, Shmamina. And Tanyana Mihachi, we have a Braitalik Ravuna, Yater Al Kena Mabiuda Rabiuda said one more thing. Even if it Gordon, then the owner made it Kodesh, or if it Gordon, then the owner made it ownerless, Patur, the the ox does not have to get the stone. Shinemar Vihuad Bivala Vehimit. It says they have to testify about this ox in front of the owner, and then uh, if it killed, and then you have to kill the ox. The the killing, the, the goring that the animal did and bringing it to Betin has to be the same, meaning they have to have one owner, meaning we're excluding a case where he made it uh, Kodesh or he made it ownerless. And the Gemara asks, And at the, at the time of the end of the, the whole judgment, it doesn't need to have the same owners. But didn't we say that when the ox is getting stoned, that's the end of the judgment. 
Rather, what, what the Rebbe really tried to say, that when it gets killed or when it's brought to Betin or the end of the Din, everything has to be the same thing, meaning the owner has to be the owner from beginning to end. Next, Mishnah. Shor shehu yotzeli sakel. If there's an ox that's on its way to getting killed, v'hikidisho be'alav, and the owner made it kadosh, eno mukdash. It is not kadosh. He can't just say, "Oh, now it's kadosh." Shehato, if he slaughtered it, besaro asur. You're not allowed any benefit from the from the meat. Ve'im achelo nigmad dino hikidisho be'alav mukdash, and if he made it kadosh. Before they finished uh, the din, before sentencing, then it's kadosh. Ve'im shehato besaro mutan. If you slaughter it, you're allowed to eat it. Mesaro leshomer chinam or shoel or lenoses sachar or socher nichnesu tahata be'alim. If someone gave his ox to a to a watchman, whether the oxman is doing it as a favor for free, or he's paying for it, or he, or the or the owner is paying him to watch it, or the person's uh, borrowing it, whatever the case is. They are now instead of the owner, meaning Muad Mishalim Nezek Shalim. If it's a short Muad, you have to pay full damages. And Veta Mishalim Hatsi Nezek. And if it was a short time, you only have to pay half damages. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.